Welcome back to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. My name is Jenna Garcia, and I'll be your host. Hi, (laughs) y'all. We uh, did a thing today. So random, 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 random conversation. Yeah. Um, And actually not even for reason we initially started the conversation we stumbled upon something else yeah and i was i was thinking throughout this conversation i'm like this would be a good podcast episode and then a few minutes later like i didn't say anything to tj and then a few minutes later Said nothing he was like we should be recording this so here we are so we're gonna kind of do like a little recap but also have our conversations around it so that you all can be involved but the long story short is that i have always worked full time and then some from the age of 13 to 32 33 32 33 2017 uh when you started contracting so 33 yeah so like for a hot minute 20 plus years um i've worked full time Uh, sometimes I've worked two jobs. Sometimes I've had three jobs. Sometimes it's just one job. Sometimes it's 70 hours a week or more. So yeah, yeah, so it just depends. It varies. Um, TJ's also always worked. Um, he's always had a job. Most of it's been with the military, which has provided us a very great life. We're very grateful. Um, hashtag blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag blessed, you know? Um, so, so this conversation got us talking because, um, I never didn't want to not work, but you I also never didn't have a, uh, the some opportunity, sort of, some sort of full-time employment too. So at some point it was really just a, that's how you do things, how we're going to progress through life. Um, either you're giving your money to your parents or you're giving your money to, you know, landlord or something. It was yeah. always just a thing. But I, um, um, side note, we didn't have a fight about money or anything like that. We, we stumbled upon this actually pretty organically. Yeah. We, we don't argue we don't, about, we don't fight money. about money. I don't think we ever have, but, um, but the we con- did that one time a bitch owe me money. And then you got oh. while I was in a foreign country. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Um, so I guess we can talk about that. Um, so TJ was supposed to get $350 a month in child support. And he let... We've, I think we've already covered this, though. Maybe a little bit. But if if, if you haven't listened before... If you're a new listener. Um, he was supposed to get that money every month. And instead of getting it, he just let Cammy keep it because... It's for the kids and blah, blah, blah. It. It, right. it was actually not a necessary thing. Um, monetarily, it was a thing the court decided. Yeah. It was not necessary. And and so I was fine with it until he was deployed for six and a half months. She took the kids from me, wouldn't let me see them. So um, then why are we paying child support? She was very high conflict through text messages and all of that. So I told him give her and not only high conflict with me but with him as well with everybody um and it was about anything like all the things um don't cut their hair and um, don't daycare. tell them about the birds and the bees fuck, don't buy them shoes type of shit yeah it was dumb so anyways 
Um, I told him, give her one month's notice, but from this point forward, we're we are keeping, keeping that. Yeah, we're keeping that child support. And I said, I don't care if we save it for potential attorney fees or if we save it for their college funds. I don't care. Initially, I think we were thinking about like sports and shit, just regular dumb kid shit because they weren't costing us any more than they originally had. So we didn't it actually was need the money. Yeah, but it was more out of principle. So I said, give her a month's notice. I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need nobody's money. <laughs> that's right. Give her a month's notice, you know, because that's a courteous thing to do. Well, the, the month ended and she just didn't pay it from that point forward anyways long story short doesn't matter uh we've solved it anyways our conversation tonight um was was based around me currently now being a stay-at-home wife not providing and mom mom. yes she's not a a, she's not a 1950s housewife i'm a stay-at-home dog mom (laughs) um but like last time I was a stay-at-home mom, I was doing full-time school, so it was different, right? But now, You're like still doing school, yeah, just not full-time. But now it's like she got her degree; she's doing extra. No yeah, it, now it's like I'm a stay-at-home mom, wife, whatever. But why the fuck am I here? <laughs> yeah, like what? What? And I'm not contributing financially at all. I shouldn't say at all, but it's not true. But so our conversation was rooted around like how I feel at home every day, how he feels with me home every day and the things that I do to keep busy and how he feels about that. So we'll just talk about it. So bottom line, I don't tell you what to do. I will never tell you what to do. Um, I don't believe you should be doing a certain thing at all every single day. Um, and we, you don't care what we, I do. We every talk day. throughout the day and I don't generally speaking, I don't care what you, I, I do care about what you are doing. I don't care that it's not, you know, saving infants or riding an ambulance or yeah, you don't care factory. I don't, you don't care if I'm shopping at target or at home vacuuming. I I care what you are doing. I honestly, it just doesn't bother me if you're not committing crime. I don't, I don't care as long as you're not committing crime. Um, you're taking care of the household. Uh, you're taking care of all of our affairs, um, you know, bills, uh, commitments, the household, uh, fucking laundry, dishes, uh, which we don't have a lot of that going on during the week. So it's not. Because we're always caught up. <laughs> it's not a huge, huge deal anyway, but. I come home every single day from work to a thoroughly clean household. Uh, I leave every morning uh, from a thoroughly clean household. Like it's not, it's not an issue. Uh, I don't know. The bills are paid and Dixie's fine. The, the kids are fine. And you, I feel like you feel like you need to contribute more to our life or our home or something like that. And it, I shouldn't say it bothers me that you feel that way because that's not that's not for me to say. I I feel like yeah. it's not that I want you to be sitting at home on the couch eating bonbons like Peggy Bundy, but you're also the type of person who would not relax like that. So yeah, I don't. We're, sit we're at well. kind of an impasse with. I mean, you don't need to go 
do anything if you don't want to, but you want to do so many things. And so, um, I, I, I don't know. For me, it's kind of like if I make a thousand dollars a month, I'm totally fine with buying that pillow at Target or I don't know what else. What other random shit I've bought recently? Well, but... we were talking about like shoes for Ryan, and uh, sometimes uh, when you go to the to Target or to Costco, you find cute stuff for Zoe or um, yeah, I mean, just fuck, like buy things here and there. It could be as little as I found this spoon I like. It's it's literally that like that that kind of minutia. Yeah, that you I really you really think concern about yourself it. with. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna buy a five hundred dollar carburetor, and you're like. Yeah, okay. I'm like, you should probably buy everything you ever wanted this week. No, but, um, and I don't know if it's because I was. And side note, in case you guys don't know, I build cars. <laughs> I, don't, a hobby. I don't know if it's because I was raised um, in a very tight budgeted household. There wasn't a lot of extra and like. You were also raised to work very hard from a young age. True. But contribute. like you contribute is what contribute. you're there you go um but like you know mom would buy a bag of oreos and we'd want oreos for a snack and we could have three or four you know it wasn't like 10 or a sleeve or you know what i mean so it was very we always had everything that we needed everything and a lot that we wanted it's but measured yeah but it was very strict like if you wanted juice or milk to drink, you had to ask permission. Water unlimited, whatever. Yeah, you right? appreciated the, the the resources and the assets that were within your household. Yeah. And we do that here too, by the way. Yes. We don't go shopping for 50 people. We don't do that bullshit. We meal plan yes. like a motherfucker. Yeah, but so for me, I I don't know if it's because I was raised that way or if it's because I spent so many years it's because you're raised that way. struggling financially with Bobby. That now it's like every um, every purchase I make. Um, you stress think about, out about it. You I don't stress about it. Yes, Overanalyze. Yes, stress. Me, no. You're stressing. What did I text you about? You text me about everything you buy. That's why I know you're stressing. You overanalyze before <laughs> you text me, which means you're in, you're at the stress level. So. I got a phone call, I don't know, just a couple of days ago because Brian needed shoes. He super needed them. His shit was scuffed up like through the shoe. There was socks showing. So we're like, hey, let's get him some shoes. And he's getting bigger. You know, his, his feet are getting bigger. So his it's shoes also, are going to get more expensive. We bought him new shoes four months ago and they were Nikes. It's not like we buy him Walmart shoes. But she took him to a couple different places um, and he didn't like the he didn't really like the shoes that were there so she took takes him to this last place where they bought the shoes and she's like she calls me and i don't remember what i was doing i was at work or driving or what was i doing it was car stuff i think because it was a weekend oh yeah i was i was on the garage and she's like hey so these things are like 54 dollars, which is still a shitload of money for kids shoes yeah for I a nine-year-old i don't know how that happened <laughs> but like who turns that for nine-year-old shoes Anyway, I was like, you know what? Um, if they're going to fit him for longer than six months, or at least six months, yeah. and he can wear them for at least six months. He likes them. If he likes them. like, 
We could buy him Walmart shoes anytime, but we're going to be buying them every two weeks. Come on, everybody. Yeah. Because we all know this shit. It also, like, you have to know your kids and acknowledge the type of person that they are because are they going to be so active that they're going to just burn through these shoes yeah um so i was like you know what uh we, we're gonna do it now or, or we're gonna do it in two weeks if we buy cheap shoes so i had to talk her into that i which, just said like these are 54 dollars and 99 cents like i can't bring money my, yeah i can't bring myself to spend that much money on a pair of shoes and he was basically like you're just gonna have to do it if we don't do it Right now, we're going to do it in a week, or we're going to, two weeks if we buy cheap shoes. It's fucking kids and shoes. You guys know this stuff. Kids go through shoes oh, like gosh. I go through toilet paper. Seriously. Oh, gross. <laughs> what? It's toilet paper. I use it every day. Um, you should too, by the way. <laughs> I do. A few times. Um, but uh, it was also a super good chance for him to like pick the shoes he wants. And be spoiled. Yeah, uh, he doesn't do that very often our, with shoes at our house. And uh, he needs them. He super needs them. Fucking go pull the trigger. Done. That was it. Yeah. but and It took me a good five minutes to talk into that. Yeah, I don't think it was five. Our phone calls are not 30 seconds long. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. So anyways, our conversation... Our conversation tonight was um, was based around like how I, because he's the sole provider for our family, so he makes. I am not. I am the primary main provider. <laughs> primary, yes. He is the primary provider for our family. Um, he makes a very good living. Super good. <laughs> um, he supports us very well. Now. We have everything we need. I have everything I want. Like I always wanted to be able to go to the grocery store and not have to count pennies and add tax it's as I go. Heart, by the way. Well, I don't mm. say it to break your heart and I don't bring it up again to upset you, but no, no, a, it's just a lot of people a, still live that way. Yeah. Though. It's just to, to show like, you know, we, we live this way and I still struggle with, with little things impulse or uh, stuff that maybe you just want and you just want to get it That's yeah not, like I don't brussels sprouts i thought like gosh should i like spend the two dollars and 30 cents on brussels sprouts whatever it was i didn't look jenna's hard to convince to spend money on food but it's uh it's not true it's even like like i saw this shirt at the store the other day for zoe and it was six dollars <laughs> but i still was like like oh she doesn't I, I don't need to get she it. She doesn't really need it. it, but would she love it? Yeah, but it's so cute. And can you do it? Yeah. So so I bought it, but but I still like have this internal struggle. Like, yeah, it's only six dollars, but but I still think about it. So so you make you make So what she does is text me or calls me or tells me, like, hey, I bought these three these three things today and this is how much they cost and this is why. I'm like, you know, you didn't need to tell me that. We, <laughs> You're like, okay, it's, baby. That's, that's what I get. Okay, baby. That's fine. It's cheaper than food for me. So, um, but so so you make you make your living, right? We do the podcast basically for free. I do get a very minimal amount for the anchor sponsored segment. Couple, we made a couple bucks on this thing. Yeah, like thirty seven dollars in a year. It's not bad. Um, but. I also have a Rodan and Fields business that, you know, the income from that varies. So this last month was a few hundred dollars, 
but I still, I still don't feel like I'm contributing enough, right? Even though I'm maintaining the household, I'm doing the grocery shopping. I do a lot to help out friends and family when needed or when I'm able to, um, but you're being a little bit humble. Okay. So she, she helps out our neighbors behind us. She did that yesterday, day before, uh, babysat the girls. And we, we say babysitting loosely. She really just watched them while they rode bikes in the alley. Yeah, played with them for a couple um, hours. And that was totally easy. Um, you've been helping out the neighbors next door because they're moving. And it's a big move. They both have full-time jobs. She's helping them clean the houses. Um, she, um, I don't know, probably spent two, three hours, four hours. It wasn't super long. It was long two and a day. half packing. Um, just packing up their stuff best she could because we had Ryan. But um, on top of that, she was making sure that their lawn is mowed and anything they need at the new house. She she's willing to volunteer for, and that's you know that's what we actually where we originated the conversation from. Yeah. Um. And these are two grown adults with good paying jobs who could totally handle the stuff themselves, but they're. I don't know, they're just overwhelmed. They're very overwhelmed. And I honestly, so it's also I, not my first I rodeo. Entered the conversation. <laughs> uh, and my concern was not wanting you to be overwhelmed. Yes. By helping them out so much because they have a lot going on that um, they can't take care of. So we are taking care of a lot of stuff for them and we do it willingly. Yeah. We like to help out, but I don't want you to get overwhelmed um, or overextend yourself beyond what you have going on in the household because uh, just just to, to feel like you're contributing in any fashion because doing that for them has nothing to do with this house. It's just us being good at our friends. We've done this a couple times. This is nothing new. Um, we help out people anytime they ask or uh, we, we anytime all, we're we, able we, to. We, yeah, if we are able nowadays. We were not five years ago. So we just, we offer. Yeah. But I don't want you to get overextended based on you not feeling like you're not doing what you feel like you're capable of here and projecting it onto, you know, the outside Yeah, doing stuff. other things and keeping busy. I get it. So but that's where we came into the conversation. Yeah. Um, and it was a conversation. It was not an argument. No, it was not an argument. Um at one point I felt like you were being crabby with me, but that's, I think where our communication um, does really well is like, if I'm being crabby or rude, like you tell me like, chill out, let or, me finish. Calm down, please. Let me finish. Um, I don't think you say calm down. Cause I don't think most that's of the time right it's, word. it's mostly like, you, you're like, hang you, on. You, you put up a high five say. and you say, hang on, let me finish. Yeah. Um, and then, like, with with you, I said, I feel like you're being kind of crabby with me right now. And so I think, <laughs> like, because we, we we're able to call each other out, it kind of, like, at least for me, I can only speak for me with communication. But when you say to me, like, hang on, let me finish, that's, I'm like, okay, I'm getting overly animated. I need to take a, a minute, like a chill I'm pill. a little bit over the moon. Yeah. Um, and then with you, like when I said, I think you're being crabby with me, it was, it was more just us. Like we both had so much to say in the moment and we both wanted to say it right away. And so we, I don't know, we got past it anyways. That's not 
the conversation. We we actually developed a a way, and this might sound funny to people. Um, if we both feel like we we know we don't feel we know we're coming to a, an impasse, we stop and say, "Okay, what do we need to do right this moment to like go inside?" Um, because we were just hanging out in the garage out of out back. Okay, well, uh, shoot, let's close the garage. Let's, Ryan's done showering. What do we need to do to like um, get back on track? And then we can keep discussing this. And then we came in and sat on the couch. Um, and we kind of relaxed a little bit. Um, we didn't speak of it for a few minutes. We weren't like nagging at each other, walking up the stairs, and somebody goes in the bathroom and changes, and we're just fucking screaming no, like it a was sitcom. Like, it was like, um, it wasn't. It wasn't like this. This big long affair. No, I I felt like you heard me. I think you felt like I was hearing you, because okay. So this is the next step. Um, you brought some perspective to me because, you know, you said you always feel like you're not contributing enough, but like you do all of these things and you listed them off, but. But none of those things, like vacuuming, cool. It's like she, she, you, you feel like they don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not bringing in money. You feel like that's not like where you get to your baseline. That's just shit you do before you leave the house in the morning type of stuff. That's like me brushing my teeth and shaving. You feel like you need yeah. to do all that stuff to, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go matter today. Yeah, but um, you every day you ask me what what are you gonna do today, baby? And, and I like give you a list and you told me, I don't expect that list. I don't, I don't care yeah, that you're being so, productive. Yeah, I'm not asking for a list. Like I'm never asking, Hey, uh, itemize what you're going to do for me or for a household today. Because if you don't, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come home and smack the brakes off you. That's <laughs> Otherwise I mean. you're not contributing. <laughs> I ask you because, uh, when she's chilling with her coffee in the morning, I'm like, Hey, you know, what are you doing today? And the no, first he, thing she does every morning is send me a picture of Princess Dixie sleeping on the couch underneath a woobie. I'm like, I don't know, but this bitch is spoiled. So I get up every in the- single morning. I get a picture of this dog, like <laughs> under a woobie, like facing on a pillow. Like, it's <sighs> our routine. So TJ gets up at four thirty for work. I get up around five when he's like done yeah, getting ready. At 530. You leave at five thirty. Well, I usually. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, five five thirty. Yeah. So I get up with him um, before he leaves, and then I sit on the couch with Dixie. Uh, uh-uh. she comes downstairs when I'm packing up my stuff to get in the car, and she lets Dixie out, and then we make out, and then <laughs> Dixie comes back in, licks her butt, and, uh, and then I leave. <laughs> you just wanted to say that we make out. Well, yeah. Then I kiss her before <laughs> she licks her butt before she goes out. So Dixie, not you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> be clear for the listeners. Um, so Jeez, I, but it's part of my routine. Like I get to wake up. I yeah, it's early, but I get to drink my coffee. Stand while fast. You don't have to do this every single day. Correct, you guys. She doesn't have to do this every single day. She could sleep in until Ryan has to get up for school. She gets up every day when I leave for work. Two hours before I wake up, Ryan. Yeah. And why do you do that? Because I feel like it would be lazy for me to sleep in when you get up and go to work. I feel like if you did that, I'd sleep in 
and then wake Ryan up when I got up. If I was providing and you were the stay-at-home dad, you'd sleep in every day? Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, but, but that's like... Okay, so that's not... That's my personality. We're not trying to, we're not trying to compare no, personalities. But I'm saying like that's where but I... But she gets my... her coffee hot, more than one cup. In peace. On the couch with Princess Dixie over uh-huh. here. Yeah. She is quite warm. I'm, I get caught I'm up told. on my Grey's Anatomy she can or watch whatever the, uh, else. The show in the morning. She does her like she gets caught up on Facebook and mm-hmm. so she just chills. So basically she gets up two hours earlier than she has to. It's my self care. To let the dog out and chill. Yes. And then <laughs> she starts her day and I text her a bunch of times, you know, when I'm at work and I don't hear from her for an hour and oh sorry, I was showering and curling my hair and brushing my teeth and putting clothes on and getting Ryan ready to go to school. She takes him to the bus stop and she's like, oh, now I'm going to start my day. I'm like, bitch, you started your day three and a half hours ago. I don't (laughs) understand how the fuck you don't see this. Okay. As not the start of your day. But for me contributing to the family, I, I feel like it has to be monetarily. And this is where you brought perspective to me. Like, yes, the things I do around the house don't bring in money. Helping our friends and neighbors and family don't bring in money. Sometimes they do. It depends on what it is. Well, uh, yeah. Sometimes they'll they'll pay you to yeah, but you know, like clean what? The house the hanging with the neighbors' kids for a couple hours. Like, I'm not taking money for that. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Um, we don't take money from mom lot either. Right. Exactly. Um, but. But what you brought into perspective for me is uh, when I'm contracting, when I'm on a contract for the primary job that brings me money, um, I'm compensated very well. Very well. So what you brought into perspective for me was the three contracts that I've had over the last three years have provided a good, comfortable two-year annual income for a household. So these three contracts, they covered around seven to possibly eight months of work. And they brought in around 80 grand. Now, that's just, pers- that's just for, for perspective. That's not what... We paid taxes on all that, by the way. We That's not... That's not the point. It's also time away from my family, and I value yeah. that highly. But but that was just those three contracts, and that was outside of you having a job in between those contracts. Yes. Which you forgot about on positive. You forgot. Yeah, you and one of them I was... A job in between the contracts. One of them I was doing full-time school. Yes. So on these contracts, the reason that the pay is so well is because it takes you away from your home. Mm-hmm. Um, you are working 12 hour minimum days, minimum. seven days a week. So usually, it's usually every, 16. Yeah. Every day that you're gone. Um, but, but the reason for mentioning this is because those three contracts equated to like two years two, annual two, comfortable. Imp- right. But I also had jobs here in town in between. Yeah. So for she a still year in between these contracts. Yeah. So for a year I worked for an accountant. Um, I worked for a few months at a clinic in downtown Boise. I worked for Oh, the accountant's still a good friend of ours. She yes. still works for him seasonally. Because oh, she's yeah, amazing. I forgot about that. <laughs> shit. You see the shit you forget about? 
You forget that you provide for his family? I help him every tax season. I also helped his sister a couple of times with her business the this three year. Years but going now? Um, but then I also was director of operations for Hyperbaric Clinic in town for a Which was few super months. Neat. Yeah. That was super neat. But the the reason that this is important is because I didn't feel like I was contributing because I wasn't always working and bring I wasn't always bringing in money, even though over the span of those three years, I brought I brought in a shitload of money. Yeah. yeah, that's why we don't have debt now. But it when he like I guess I never thought of it that way. I never calculated it out like you did so when you mentioned that to me it was like a light bulb well i keep track of stuff and i like <laughs> to remind you of things and uh, i feel like you should be the one doing that i should listen to you more no i think you should listen <laughs> to you more okay we're gonna take a quick break after this sponsored segment and we'll be right back we back we're back my point of view is I don't think you realize how much you do inside of the house compared to what you do outside of the house. Okay. The work that is done to maintain a household all the time is constant. If you're, you know, just wanted to maintain kind of a slow, slow roll thing. Yeah. I like to keep up on things. Um, a sudden, if you have a, you know, an emergency or if you let it pile up, mm-hmm. but Nobody who stays at home, no kind of stay-at-home parent, realizes how much they do unless they were to write it down or add it up uh, on a on a daily basis uh, to be able to measure it. So I get how a stay-at-home uh, parent would feel like they didn't really measure or... They're not contributing enough. Yeah, they, they, they don't add up their own worth or value by the amount of work they do because... Mm-hmm when the the outside of the home person comes home they're you know the when that works um they come home like hey how, how was your day what's for dinner and you feel like your day was miserable for whatever reason were it to be miserable um you don't realize what you've done in a day what you've accomplished uh what you've maintained what you've controlled what you've contributed to uh and there are some households that where some people don't do that so i get that but when I come home from work every single day, and despite talking to you throughout the day, I come home and I'm like, hey, how was your day? And you're you're done, or you're finished something up, or hey, I gotta get this line. And I'm like, please come out to the garage. I wanna make out with you and, and hang out with you in the sun. And you're like, no, I gotta finish this laundry. I'm like, okay. Because when I do laundry, I wash it, I dry it, I fold it, it's and done. it gets put away. Yeah. Like every time each step is done and ready for the next step, that's it's done. And it's not always laundry every day, but we do have a lot of kids. So when they're here, it's, it's laundry every day. Yeah. Um, I think I've only done like three or four loads this week. I think it's people who stay at home um, devalue themselves because they're not getting paid to do it. Well, for me, when for you, you devalue yourself super hard because you're not getting paid to do laundry or vacuum the floors or clean the couches or bathe the dog. I know, but 
but when I work full time, I also still do the laundry because I'm very specific with the laundry. There's a hole in your soul. But I, <laughs> but I still make dinner. I the dishes are still That's done after dinner. Me, you don't let me help you. I know it's because you make a lot of money. <laughs> you work hard at me. I know, but you just keep doing that, and I'll just keep doing the dishes. Marriage is about compromise. I know. You, you go to let, work. I do the dishes. Help you. Okay, but but you see what I'm saying? Like, if I can work full time and still maintain a household, then that's why when I'm only maintaining a household, like, where are those other forty hours going? Okay, well, I can't answer that question. I know, but, but I can tell you, the stuff you do inside the house is deeply valued, and you don't have to seek your value elsewhere or ex you know outside you don't, you don't need extra um external input to feel that we kind of wish you oh <laughs> what i wish you could read my mind i'm gonna fill your four words anyway because i go to work and come home means I don't have to do anything because you don't go to work and you stay at home mm -hmm. means you have to do everything. That's it's a severe overgeneralization, by the way. She does way more than just stay at home. She helps me out at work. She helps out the neighbors uh, to our left and to our back. Um, she does all kinds of stuff with the kids when they're not on our time, by the way. Fun fact. Um, you do everything and anything you can to make sure that... Uh, the household is taken care of. And then outside of that, you're like, All right, fuck, well, now what, now what am I going to do? How am I going to contribute? And you've never not contributed. So I feel like you earned a a bit of a, a relaxation period for about five years now. I know, but even like today with, I was telling you like. You mowed the lawn. The order of events. You did all the things. Okay, so this is the order of events for today. I woke up. I sat on the couch on my ass, drinking my hot coffee on Typical. Facebook, watching TV, snuggling with the dog, right? <laughs> For two hours, got Ryan up, got him ready, got myself ready, got him off to school. Made sure he had all the stuff he was supposed to take to school today because it was a snack day and you had to make sure he had his snacks. It was yes. a chips and guacamole day, I think. Yeah. But then I gave myself a pedicure. I went to the car wash. I took you some whoopie pies. I went to the grocery store. I came home and I unloaded it. And then I did the yard work. And she then. She the lawn and the neighbor's lawn and did all the weed eating. And I planted flowers and I watered all my flowers. Yeah. And then uh, I ate lunch. And I told you after lunch, I like stayed on the couch for like 20 minutes after I finished lunch because I sleepy. was tired. No way. <laughs> but I didn't. The only physical exertion I had was mowing the lawn. So I didn't, un I didn't understand like why I would be tired. I have no reason to be tired. So I didn't sleep well. I slept all right last night. It was the night before right, last night. Yeah. Keep going. Um, but anyways, then I got chicken out to thaw. I drank an iced coffee for dinner. Not coffee, the chicken. Yeah. And then, and then I sat on my butt some more. Mm, then I came home. I sat on my butt before you came home. You weren't sitting on your butt when I got home. 
It's because Dixie gets really excited, so I get up to make sure that she doesn't run into the road. Oh, yeah, she ran, also ran out three different doors. Yeah, but anyways, um, the the point of me saying that is I feel like the only thing that I accomplished today was mowing the lawn. I don't see it as weed whacking, mowing the lawn, doing our neighbor's lawn as well, uh, watering our flowers, planting Going to flowers. The store. Yeah, I don't see it as all of that. I just um, see like the only thing I got done our was the yard. Boy came to the house today and sort of threw a bunch of uh, second oldest Matthew, not Jaden. Sorry, they don't um, know that. Came over and sort of threw a whole bunch of stuff that uh, the neighbors gave us because they're moving out, which would totally fit him and it's really nice stuff. He came over, we sorted through that, and so now she has to do a bunch of laundry. And this is all in between, like I don't know. You undervalue your time uh, taking care of the household. And I don't know, at some point this morning, you made 356 bucks by doing what you do, but also handling your side business. Yeah. I don't do anything for my side business. Business. I almost said that. Um. (laughs) I don't think you you value your time as highly as I do. I think you expect that it's what needs to be done with your time and your effort. From the outside, I look at you and I'm like, wow, I feel like a real asshole. I didn't do shit today compared to you. Yeah, but you made more. It only took me 22 years to get there. That's not the same thing. Oh, so that was something else we talked about. You said... I'm career. I am career... Long career military. Yeah, but you said, like, it took me 22 years to get here, which, yes, that's right. Like, time and rank and all of that. But, like, yes, you've worked hard and, like, physically much, much harder than I ever have. But Only on deployments. Well, yeah. Uh, 11 down, by the way. (laughs) 13 months in Iraq is a lot harder than most things I've done in my life. Only because I wasn't sure the shit at home was getting taken care of. And that was not (laughs) during your administration. That's true. Um, But I, you were saying, you know, it took you 22 years to get here. Well, what about the 22 years that I've worked hard? And like now I'm here as a stay at home mom, not making any money or contributing. Now look at your home. I know that's true, but... Now look at your kids, look at your fridge, look at your lawn, look at your neighbors, look at your car, look at your face, look at your master (laughs) bedroom. Okay, but... You maintain everything, everything in our lives. Yes. You pay the bills. Like, I I don't have to do a goddamn thing except get up at 4.30 and then come home around... But I just, I just think, and maybe my problem is that I equate success with money because like, where is my success compared to yours? Lies in me because you've enabled me more than once to go do what I do with no fear and no worries at all, which made me much more successful in my job. And this is not full, this is not you like supporting me full time as a as a dependent or anything like that. It's taking care of shit here so you don't I don't have, have to worry to. about a goddamn thing, especially the 
the two diplomas we've done, but little, I just go to work every day and I don't have to worry about anything. And if I should worry about it, you call me. If I shouldn't worry about it, you're like, meh, see you when you get home. You handle the stuff I don't need to handle. And if I do need to handle it, you let me know. Yeah. You handle all the hardship. You handle the 90 things in a day that I don't have to deal with. I already have to deal with 90 things at work. I don't deal with an extra 90 here. Right. That's why I do what your, I do. Your job is harder than mine. My job is seven adults and stuff. Your job is 90 things every single day. I disagree. Well, because you don't see it the way I do. <laughs> That's right. We're debt-free because of you. We're debt-free because of you. Maybe I paid the bills and you made us debt-free. Well, either way, <laughs> you paid the bills. Okay. That backfired. <laughs> you, you discount yourself because you're the one that pays the bills. <laughs> that backfired. You're the one with the, we're, we're doing this on your MacBook right now. Yep, that's your MacBook. Uh, you pay the bills, so pretty sure it's because you were oh debt-free. Oh, my gosh. That's what we're going to do? We're going to fight tonight? That's what we're going to do? We're going to fight tonight. Uh, I don't know. I so just... we're several years into this relationship and you still have a hard time realizing that you are a large, uh, the, the majority partner in, um, like, uh, efforts and, uh, results, outcomes and sustained living in this household. All I do is make sure the cars have tires really, or their oils changed or that they run and they're registered and, and insured. You you pay the bills for two of those. So I make sure that they're viable. I make sure everybody's safe when they leave this house. You make sure that when people come into this house, it is 100% the way you want to run your home, which is what I love and what you love. It's our home, the way we run it. But you really do 99% of the work. I just fix stuff with a screwdriver sometimes inside the house outside the house i tell other people to fix stuff with screwdrivers <laughs> or wrenches um you do the uh, and just last week you had to use my the the tools in the garage oh, I'm like yeah, oh i gotta drill. i gotta hang out this motherfucker the drill because she redid doors. the girls room and the boys room she's like oh i'm gonna do all this shit i'm like cool i'm at work she didn't tell me though no, I just and did just it. And just did it on her own. Oh, no. You probably should have paid $38 an hour for that for being a fucking electrician and a contractor. Yeah, I can totally hang some closet Tomorrow, doors. you're going to go do uh, contract work for the neighbors on top of all the shit you're, you're going to do on a regular Thursday. Yeah. I don't know. I just... You forget every single day how much you have and do contribute to this house just because you don't walk out the front door and get paid on the spot. Yeah. You're right. I'm not denying that at all. I think you've made way more money for this household than you really remember. You forgot about I mean, three obviously... year jobs. We were just talking about this right before we, <laughs> we continue this uh, second half. She forgot about three of the fucking jobs she's had in the five years, in the past yeah. five years. Well, yeah. two, sorry, two. One of them was just a continuation of the 
Well, three if you count me helping Jeff. That's but, what I mean. Oh. Uh, you work for Hearst and you still help him out years later. And then IMI plus HBOT. Yeah. You forget that you've even had a job in the past five years. Yeah. And you've had I did. a couple really good ones. And you still help out people from those jobs as a side business while doing your side stuff with RNF. That's true. I know. I'm telling you, you brought perspective to it. So I'll feel less guilty when I sit for 20 minutes after I eat my lunch. I mean, I guess most people would get like a half hour to an hour lunch, right? You can do whatever you want for lunch. I know, but quite literally, it's your home. I know. I just feel guilty like sitting here watching TV when you're at work. Why? It just feels wrong. I'm probably watching YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know. I can't describe it. And I think maybe it's just like everything that I've done in my life, like starting working at a young age and just continuing that on being the primary provider in my last marriage or sole provider. Well, your work ethic was built at a young age and it continued into yeah. your first marriage and was the only reason your first marriage uh, didn't end up you know, homeless, frankly. Yeah. Or the kids going hungry. I understand it. I'm not ever telling you to stop doing what you're doing or being the way you are. But I'm telling you, if you ever have a bad day, I'm not listening. If you decide to do outside work outside this house and it sucks, but it's not like you're a regular full-time employee and you're paying taxes, mm -mm. you need to tell yeah. them, You not mean me. when, I'm, when I'm helping people, not when I have or a Or when you're contracting, job. you tell them how bad your day was. Do not tell me. Yeah. You tell me when we're going to bed at night, not when I get home. Contracting is different. Like a doctor can be a dick to me and I don't care. Like I'm gone in two weeks. Peace out. Just saying, You're on your own. If Do you, you want my help angry, or not? Mm -mm. No, I get that. That's you and I can, can probably hash through it, but it's over. So who cares? Yeah. But if you have a bad day right now because of, a voluntary process. Yeah. I will not listen to that bad day. Yeah. You're talking about when all. I volunteer myself out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will not listen to that bad day. Yeah. Oh, so for those, you you don't know, I'm, I'm not like an abuser or uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm not a controller. I don't tell you what to do. True. But if you volunteer for something and it sucks, I'm not listening to it. Yeah. How bad your day was at all. Yeah. That makes sense. It does make sense because I, I volunteer for a lot of stuff, but I don't complain a lot. It's true. You also don't usually leave yourself time to complain. True. So I guess um, to kind of wrap things up. This was more like a candid conversation than a. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, a lesson or a lesson learned. But I think it can provide value for people that maybe feel like they're not doing enough or people that feel like they're undervalued. Like maybe maybe it's just a matter of having a conversation with your spouse. You guys, if you're single parents or if you're a stay-at-home parent, um, you need to look in the mirror and, and recognize your value before you um, 
really don't come down on yourselves. Don't come down on yourself for feeling like you're not doing enough. Um, staying at home or dealing with one kid or dealing with no kids or when all the kids come, uh, just recognize your worth and realize that what you do on a daily basis is probably a shitload of work compared to somebody who doesn't work. Yeah, it's probably more doesn't than have kids. More than you realize. You you probably don't realize what you what you're doing is a lot. And um, if you're a step. Um, and you're feeling like you're not appreciated, uh, speak up, uh, talk about it, uh, make yourself heard. Well, another thing that I think is important to say is how I always tell the kids, like no one can ever fault you for how you feel. Yep. So, so tell your spouse, I feel like, you know, whatever. And, and then, you know, they can't fault you for that. They can't say, you can't feel that way. Why do you feel that way? It's not. Or you shouldn't. Yeah. Is, you shouldn't is a bold-faced lie. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. If you need any any help or questions around that, let me know. But We kind of talked through the, a lot of this before we started this one, but I kind of feel like it was, I don't know, it was necessary. We should have been recording that whole conversation. Yeah, we should have. But um, whatever you feel is probably worthy. Uh, whatever you're experiencing is worthy. Whatever your spouse, whatever you tell your spouse is probably valid, whatever you're telling them. Whatever your spouse's reaction might be is probably equally valid. You just got to find a way to... Communication is a dumb fucking word because that's a cop out. Um, you gotta you gotta find the that that fine point where yes, you're right. And yes, yeah, you're right. You know, like Yeah, well it's like when you brought that perspective to me, I was like, Oh, wow. She's super militant because she feels like she's not doing enough. I'm like, I can add up your income for the past three years and it's three years worth of incomes. You just don't realize that because you didn't work three straight years to get there. Like you made that money and then boom, vacation time. Yeah. But even then, like, you know, for those of you that stay at home and don't bring home any money at all, like how much money are you saving by somebody not coming in your house and doing that for you? Or how much money are you saving um, in childcare or like how much does your spouse appreciate vacuum lines? Seriously. I love like, vacuum lines. He was seriously avoiding walking into the living room because of the vacuum. Lines. I didn't come in here until like eight <laughs> because it reminds me of mowed lawn. Like you just want to kind of stare at it. And I don't do either of those things. You mow the lawn and you vacuum the fucking living room. Yeah. That's true. I look at both of them. I'm like, man, that's sexy as shit. So then I start grabbing her butt and uh, it starts getting a little mommy daddy. But I love the, oh, just the, the vacuum, effort. vacuum lines turn you on. I stare at that shit and I'm like, damn, <laughs> mama did good today. Cause I went outside from my car, looked at the lawn, came inside, looked the, at the carpet. I'm like, mm, vacuum your lines. <laughs> Anywho, um, perspective is mm. the important thing to remember you have a bad day, you have a good day, keep in perspective, uh, appreciate what your spouse does 
Sometimes you might have to remind them of what they have done up to this day. And sometimes you might need the reminder yourself. And it- um, I don't know. I guess. Be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. That's what your dad said. He's wise. Yeah, well. Be good to each other. That's a. You got to be good to yourself, too. I remember what you I'm done. good to myself when I drink my hot coffee in the morning. You're good to yourself until I come home and you're like, I haven't done shit. And I'm like, fuck. Let me make a list. <laughs> <laughs> Basically what happened today. I love you. That's exactly what happened fuck, today. Let me make in a, a list. Nutshell. So I fucking listed it off and you're like, dang, you're right. Fuck, we should have podcasted this. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Fuck, let me make a list. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, subscribe if you're not subscribed. Give us a, a review. Um, if you like it, you can contact her at. I always put it in the show notes, and it's also part of the outro that I made last time. But what is it? It's wickedstepmom.six on Instagram. Or Facebook, Jenna Garcia, or email me at wickedstepmom.6 at gmail.com. Dang, girl. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom podcast. As always, you can find me on Facebook under Jenna Garcia and Instagram as wickedstepmom.6. If you do want to friend me on social media, please let me know that you're a fan of the podcast. Otherwise, you will be denied. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to see covered, or if you just want to reach out and say hi, you can email me at wickedstepmom.6 at gmail.com. And if you love the podcast, please give us a five-star review. It really helps other people to find us and um, share our wealth of knowledge with everyone around us. Thanks for listening.